0: Hearing creaks coming from your closet Rustling outside your window Did you hear guttural woots or wood knocks deep in the woods during your last camping trip? Ever seen strange lights in the sky? Ever feel like someone or something is in the room with you? Rest assured, you are not alone We are not alone. Take a dive into the strange, unusual, and hauntingly true. You've stumbled upon The Line Begins to Blur podcast. Join your host, Chris G., as he explores the paranormal, cryptid sightings, supernatural events, events. along with a little true crime from the past and present.
1: hey guys welcome back to the line begins to blur podcast thanks for tuning back in i um, glad to see that you guys decided to come back for more so i have another guest in the studio today um if you guys remember back in episode i believe episode one i shared a little interesting story uh about my first uh, ufo in- i i think ufo encounter well i have my My partner in crime in that incident, I have Mr. Timberger here. Go ahead and say hi, Tim.
2: Hey, good evening.
1: All right. So yeah, we're definitely, uh, we're here to share a few things and I'm going to have him elaborate on on his uh, perspective of that story. Absolutely. Uh, um, And then in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Travis Walton UFO incident. So uh, go ahead and uh, stay here and uh, get comfortable. Grab a beer. I know we have ours. And then we'll get to it. But first, let's do the World Weirdly News. Thanks a lot. Well hey guys, in California there's a duplex with mannequins in every room and it's being listed for 650 G's to be sold as is, while the multifamily home in South Lake Tahoe comes furnished with vintage decor and more. There's a house in California that comes with some unusual occupants. The 5 bedroom, 3 bedroom multifamily home at 3695 Primrose Boulevard in South Lake Tahoe has been listed for 650 G's and comes with several mannequins and statues. I wonder what was going on there
2: you know the funny thing about that too is uh even the mannequins thought that price was kind of stiff oh hey oh hey oh yeah california yeah uh uh, for those of you that don't well i'm pretty sure everybody knows the price of real estate is kind of high so uh if you need to have a mannequin uh stay in your house with you that kind of tells you something
1: (laughs) i know right (laughs) how bad must you be
2: Ah. (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: So, yeah, with a little love, the duplex has a great income property potential. So uh, why don't you guys go ahead and look into it?
2: So I do have a question about that. What are the neighbors like, then, if you're uh, the occupants are mannequins?
1: Right. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe they're fashionistas, you know.
2: Oh, really? Taylors.
1: <laughs> Could we're be we have
2: Taylors in the neighborhood. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's like well you know that the shirt doesn't quite look right on you. Let's see if we can make this a little bit better. Six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I hope that makes it worth it. I mean
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It sounds like it's a pretty uh stiff deal there. <laughs> Alright guys, we're gonna get into it. Yes all right guys so uh thanks for joining in Timberger and i here um we're actually starting this podcast a little differently um he and i are doing a little drinking here uh, yeah
2: after uh after the uh, mannequin house uh, let's see what what can we do what are we drinking so, what is this?
1: So I personally, um, I'm, I'm a big Deftones fan, so I've been buying all their beers, yes. and and they just came out with the Deftones Ohm's Pale Ale by Belching Beaver, so uh, fortunate enough to get a few of those, so we're going to go ahead and partake in that.
2: Yeah, and by the way, I'm going to take a sip of this and try to see what it's like, but by the way, um, he is a big Deftones fan, and I will attest to that, but... Um, so much so that last summer, I believe it was, well, no, summer? no, two, two summers ago, it had to be because of the pandemic. But anyway, um, there are such Deftones fans that there was a concert in August that they had asked me to go to and join them. And right when they said August in Los Angeles and no shade, I said, absolutely not. But yeah, yeah, this guy's such a big Deftones so tone I think it was about 110 degrees that day, and there oh, was yeah. no shade, and you guys went nope. out there.
1: <laughs> we are in the Pasadena Rose Bowl, the uh, golf course.
2: Yes, no shade at all. <laughs>
1: no shade.
2: Now, I'm going to guess that you guys really wanted to uh, drive drive far away that day.
1: Well, it was my own summer. <laughs> So, you know, you can shove it, shove it, shove it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. So, I'm sorry. Where were we going with this? So, in trying the beer, it's actually not bad. It's a, it's it's hoppy. It's a yeah. little hoppy for sure.
2: Definitely an IPA, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, Total Wines and More. This is going to be in that section.
1: So, my critique on it, it's uh, not bad. It's uh, warm. It's a good warm... Uh, well, I don't know if that's the right descriptive, but it's a, it's a hoppy. It's, it's got a little citrus kick to it. Um, yes. You know. It's an IPA. Fuck it. So try it if you can. Well, after this, after drinking this,
2: I can definitely say that I'm not bored. I
1: only got about seven words to say about that beer. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Um, like I said earlier, um, well actually, let's start this off. <clears throat> so, I shared our little drive through Nevada. Yes. So, um, yes. Since you were the the, the partner in crime you're the driver um why don't you go ahead and tell us your perspective of the whole thing like you know so you don't have to have to go into all the detail um let's just start with when we left um on our way back to the freeway
2: this this is a very this is a very um interesting story because when i first heard the podcast i want to say about two or three weeks back i was just in shock, as because I totally forgot about it. But uh, the one thing I do remember, yeah, we did go get fireworks. I do remember that part. Yep. yep. And I do remember that the um, the van that we were going in was my mother's van, and it was an old nineteen ninety Dodge Caravan or something like that. Yep. I mean, you know, you want to say Griswold? It was like a, you know, <laughs> old, tattered white and uh, you know, faded brown on the side. And this thing was limping on its last leg. Windows um, did roll up. Now here's the thing: when you're Core in down. your when you're in your 20s and your priorities, we'd never do this now.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
2: when you, you're in your 20s and your priorities, it's like, all right, well, let's go get fireworks. And how are we going to get that in the most unreliable van in the planet
1: driving through the desert? Like an additional, like what? Yeah, 80 miles outside. Yeah, of yeah exactly. So both ways.
2: In order to add some danger to the trip. So, now, if you can imagine being out there, it was about, what, 10, 11, 9, something like that. It was yeah. very dark. I do remember that much. If you can remember, if you can imagine just being out there in the desert, you know, driving by yourself, you, you've heard all this. If you're listening to this podcast, you've heard this Area 51 stories, you've heard Groom Lake, you've heard all that stuff. Bob Lazar. Uh, Art Bell. Yeah, all that stuff, you know, and we're driving outside of, you know, the, the, the outskirts of Area 51. And, uh, you know, if you can imagine all that. And then having this green hue
1: in the sky behind I you. mean, and to, what, what, to this day, man, still kind of, like, surprises me. Just the sheer size of this globe. Yes. Like, I mean, it yes. was huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. T- I mean, because, yeah, I remember that shit was scary.
2: And I think we were both... It was that nervous kind of, like... But, you know, it's like talking about the Raiders game after talking about, like, you know, baking to the guys. Yeah, It's that nervous kind of laughter. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah! (laughs) Because we were trying to, like, be brave about it. But... We were... I think... Well, clearly, we were both scared. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it didn't help. Like, the, the van was on its last leg. I <laughs>
2: exactly. Mean, yeah, yeah. You, you just compounded.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, like, if I knew that it was... Like, if shit was going down and for sure we were going to be able to get away, okay, not as scary, but... Yes. I damn, you know, like, you had to get out and... Push the van to get it to start moving. You know. So, what are
2: you gonna do? I mean, it's not like, oh, okay. Well, we're gonna out, out. You know, outrace race the uh, UFO in this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not gonna happen. I didn't <laughs> want to get probed,
1: man. I do the probing. I'm not getting probed.
2: Well, I, that'd be that'd be the one time that I'm happy that you, you're you're more handsome than I am. <laughs> that'd be the one time.
1: Hey, man. Different strokes for different folks, my friend. That's all I can say. But yes. I mean, it was scary, and... I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that for sure. Like, we knew it was a, a UFO. We, we don't know what it was. This... We don't know where that light came from. And that's the, the crazy part, because we're literally in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Like, there's nothing there. There's no mm-hmm. fucking lights. I don't even think there was, like, power lines or anything. Because, I mean, we're, like, no. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for that sheer amount of light to light up a whole side of a mountain and then be green with no what seemingly no power source I don't know so and
2: the thing is to I think uh, one thing we can de- take away from that trip is uh, I don't think we were ever so happy to get home as yeah. to have made it home uh, uh, from any other trip than that uh, Seriously. Uh, you talk about close encounters again like you said we don't know what it was but uh, it was very bright very scary
1: it was an eye-opener
2: yes yes definitely so nevada um if you've ever been you know if you've ever been out there yeah there's there's not much i mean there's just you know just empty plains fields yeah stuff yeah. like that desert yeah. a lot of you know people doing bugging and all that so yeah there's not much help either <laughs> yeah because
1: i don't think we saw like another car i think maybe what like 15 minutes from like 15 oh, minutes when yes. we started to yes. like i mean hours like hours and hours and hours yeah, like no, no other cars car, nobody yeah, yeah, exactly so, so yeah our asses would have been bleached bones out there if yes. she had gone south so but yeah that's
2: well here's the thing you have to think about this is the one thing that that, that you left out okay let's just say we we did get abducted let's just say that right we had a peace offering Oh, well, that's true. We had fireworks. We had fireworks. We had fireworks. We had fireworks we had a lot of know, fireworks. Like, hey, you know, you guys, <laughs> you don't have this in Zeta Reticuli. Hey. Come on, know, now.
1: Come on, we got Roman candles over here.
2: <laughs> that's got to be worth something. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. They, they, but, you know, these guys are kind of cool. We Maybe we won't probe them this time.
1: Yeah, maybe, you know. But, uh, or well, let's just probe one of them. Heads or tails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tales never fails. Tales? Uh-huh. I guess tales <laughs> in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's a very valid point, man. We don't know We don't know what it was all about. All we can do is speculate and be grateful that we made it back. And uh, funny thing is, shockingly, nobody believed us when we told them. But, hey, it is what it is. But uh, that's actually a really good segue, Tim, that question. You know, talking about abductions. So, um, you know, yeah, like I said earlier... Uh, the, the purpose of this podcast, or yes. the subject matter of this podcast, I should say, is the, the Travis Walton UFO abduction. So, um, it's a very famous story. Yes. It uh, inspired that movie. It's kind of a shitty movie. Uh, I, I love the movie, by the way. I mean, I, I, I watched it a few times, but let's be real. It's a shitty movie. Um, it's that got that uh, Sweeney guy. I forgot his name um, as the main character. Wow. Um, but, but, uh. But, I
2: just yeah. wish, before we get into that, um, I just wish that at some point in the film, Robert Patrick had, came come out and said,
1: the picture, have you seen this boy? So, <laughs> I was kind of hoping for that. Right? Right? Yes. I mean, well, you know what the, the funny part is? He's actually in that movie. Robert Patrick is in that movie, right? That, that's <laughs> a good point, my friend. I'm sorry, I didn't even catch that until just now. I'm a little slow. Sorry, guys. It's the. It's the Ohms IPA that's kind of <laughs> fucking me up. My bad.
2: So I do, I do have a couple questions for you uh, before we get into this. So uh, just, just for the listeners that are just, because uh, uh, I'm actually curious myself. What is it? What is the main thing that kind of uh, led you to get into the paranormal? What led you get into to get to do a podcast like this? I guess what was the main event? Were there main events, or was there? Or is this something that you already kind of gone into? Or
1: <clears throat> well, uh, thanks for that question, Tim. Um, it's actually a good question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my listeners are used to the shit. My fucking voice is always fucked up. So. <clears throat> I've always, as you know, you've known me more than half my life, like two thirds of my life. Yes. Um, I've always been into extreme, like, you know, extreme stuff, uh, heavier music. Uh, I've always kind of been in like horror movies. Yes. Uh, you know, tattoos. I started getting tattooed really young. Yes. Um,
2: yes. That's a very good point. Yes. Yeah. In, in, in case he's not mentioned this on the podcast before. Um, just to give you a brief description, yes, Chris is an artist, he's a graphic designer, and uh, yeah, he does have many tattoos, so uh, yes, uh, uh very artistic.
1: And and I want to say, like, I know that the spirituality sense has kind of been in my mm-hmm. family, it started with my grandmother, she was always, according to what she would tell me, she'd be really in, in- tuned to the spiritual realms, interesting, and um. My eldest sister, actually, I think she follows suit. She's always, like, when there was a lot of passings in the house and mm. when it was my sister and I living in, in the old house, she uh, she felt a lot of things and she experienced a lot of things. You mean? Uh, Roma, yeah. Your grandma's? My grandma's house, yeah. The, the house that we, used to, that we grew up in and, and used to live in and then when my grandmother uh, got sick, we... Roma and I moved in My that si- was my sister We oh, my. moved in And you know Take care of the mortgage And take care of the house And everything mm. um, But yeah So I think it's, suppo- it's supposed to be innately In my In my bloodline I guess right You, but, you
2: mean like a Like a Six Like a Consciousness Like, like a yeah, cognitive Or like a sensitivity
1: awareness? To it right I personally again I don't feel it Like I don't I mean I've had a couple experiences With Christina And you know yes. What we've gone through And stuff but even still, like I don't, I'm not that in tune. As much as I'd love to be, and as much as I aspire to be and want to be, I'm not. I've tried looking to join, you know, ghost hunting groups and stuff, and yes. and, and, and it hasn't worked out. And, and that's the thing. Like I feel like I could be in a very perfectly haunted place mm. and not 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 be aware because I'm just something inside of me is blocking it. But i I've, I've always had interest, and I've always. You know, like, it, it always fascinates me. Like, I, I'm always watching, like, Bigfoot shit. I'm watching Alien shit. Mm. ancient. I mean, dude, I am go to Alien... What is it? AlienCon.com. And I'm, like, yes. registered. I'm, all the seminars I'm geeking out on here at home. Because, um, you know, we can't go anywhere. So, uh, But, I mean, I've always loved horror films. I mean, I grew up on that. Um, so much so that, you know, as a kid, I, I would say I, I started about 11 or 13. I started, like, fooling around with makeup around Halloween time and I'd make myself all gory and nasty and I was mm. about as good as an average 11 year old could be
2: so you I, I please just stop me if, if, if I'm asking something that's untoward but uh, you stop you- no, I'm get <laughs> okay there darn um <laughs> if so you had mentioned that there were several passings? Now is that something that you kind of felt afterwards or or just kind of expound upon that a little bit? Just a little bit. Okay, so if, if you don't mind, if no, it's, if no, it's not too at sensitive
1: all. then we can just stop there. Oh, heck way, heck no, man. I'm I'm all I'm all for yeah. it. So well you were you were there for some of it, you know, because, you know, again, I've known this guy like fucking almost three fourths of my life. When my uncle when so one of my uncles I had several uncles that lived, yes, close or, okay. or close enough. Like my uncle in San, San Jose, he moved to L.A. They would come and stay with us as they got older and got sick. And I had that one uncle that died in the apartment that I, I believe you helped me. Yeah, I do. Help, I do remember that. that. Out and we found that bag of goodies. Uh, several bags of goodies there. Um, I won't elaborate. <laughs> it's a family show. No, oh my! But. Um, but yeah, so like he, that uncle, he, he eventually came to our house or mm. that house and passed there in the house. Oh my! My other uncle from San Jose, towards the end, he like he moved into that house and passed in that house. All in this one room, that one room in the back. Oh my! You know, I'm and, sorry. And hear and, that. and there was another uncle, my, you know. So I had a total of three uncles. And before that, I know that my great great grandmother passed in that house, and my great 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 grandfather passed in that house. Oh my! So. there was what that's what five five passings in that one house the last three my uncles all in that same room and the funny thing is so it's the back room in the house and later on when Tim and I Tim and I in high school we turned that into our band practice room because we were in a high school band together oh Um, my yeah so in that 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 room that I had no idea until
2: this moment that all this happened in in that oh my in that bed that was (sighs) in there
1: yeah that bed that bed could tell you some stories man Uh, I will not be sleeping very easily tonight (laughs) so maybe maybe that's why either we were so good or we were so bad I don't know (laughs) depends who you ask (laughs) Uh, but yeah no I mean it all it all happened there like you know, my grandmother took pride in taking care of yes. know, my uncles and stuff. And, and that was where they ended up. And that. So, yeah. Um, and to my experience, I think that... Uh, well, according to Christina and my sister, who have lived in that house alongside me, they've experienced stuff there. I, I Other than that one story mm. I told about the, the, the fan, the, the chain, nothing. Like, I, I mean... That's well it.
2: okay just to take the pressure off of you for a second so yeah um, I I have experienced some things I thank God not lately but um, I have experienced some some uh, uh, experiences in my life um, I believe uh, this was had to be uh, gosh either 90, 93 or 94 and um, we were filming a movie in the middle, of the middle of a desert. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We were filming a movie in the middle of the desert. <clears throat> Armagosa Desert. And um, so I was the crew. I was with the crew. We were, you know, building the sets. And uh, um, this is probably why we had to do it in the desert, so that way nobody would find out. But We were lighting, because it was a World War II okay. film, based film, but extremely low budget. So we were literally lighting tires on fire to make it look like smoke from... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So um, all the crew, we, we all kind of shared the same quadrant of the hotel together, and there was about two or three of us in the same room, and then I want to say two in this room, two in that room. So anyway, uh, one of the nights that we're filming um, in this uh, hotel... This hotel is said to have some kind of a presence. Okay, right? okay. So, here's the thing. If you would go knowing that, are you going to have a experience knowing that? What if you didn't know that? I mm-hmm. guess that's my question. But anyway, um, so we had heard that um, this hotel, you wake up and then sometimes the stairs are stacked. Uh, the chairs are stacked, I'm sorry. It's the IPA. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's left
2: So... One of the nights that we were filming, while we were asleep, we all had the same dream. It was about four or five of us that were in the crew. Oh, there grips and dollies or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so what we dreamed that this big spider was chasing us. And uh, it was really weird. It still happened such a long time ago. I can't remember too much about it. But um, the weird thing about that is... Um, <laughs> One of the grips in the movie, the the, the grip master I guess, uh-huh. big old fat dude, big fat guy, big long beard, long Willie Nelson hair, all hippied out, whatever. This dude, here's our story, we explained to him that we all had the same, about four or five of us had the same dream at the same time, and lo and behold, I'll never forget this, lo and behold, this dude pulls out this crystal.
1: Oh, shit, okay.
2: And I guess he tries to purify the room or something like that. And so he goes to all four corners of the room with this crystal. And he's, you know, chanting whatever. He's trying to, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, that's probably the only experience. I mean, I I felt, you know, things or presences or something like that. But um, beyond that, that's probably the only experience that I've ever actually had. So, you know, since then, of course,
1: now that we're doing this. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I think, like, it takes a a, a specific mindset for it, you know? Like, I I personally feel like... And and then also, I think there's also that you have to account for influence. So See that? Yes, yes. You know, like like you said, knowing, hey, I'm going to this hotel that's a haunted hotel. You're going to be more aware. You're going to be more like you know aware of your surroundings and the noises and stuff like that yes if you go in just willy-nilly like hey i don't know shit about this hotel you know you hear creaks and, and moans and shit you're not gonna the first thing you're not gonna start thinking it's like oh it's a ghost yeah yeah you, know, exactly. you start rationalizing it mm-hmm. like you know is the tv on or you know or whatever so that's actually a very valid point tim good good call on that but um
2: so, so yeah it, you know i i <sighs> Who knows? I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's why we're doing the show, just to kind of delve into the paranormal and all the rest of that stuff. But, um, yeah, well, sorry to sidetrack you there. No, no, man, I, I think,
1: <laughs> like, to your point, man, that, that's absolutely right. Um, to continue to answer your question, the reason why I'm doing this is, you know, just, A, to bring awareness. And for me, you know, I, I'm open-minded. I, I believe. I have a lot of, I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in aliens. I believe in life after death. I believe in all that stuff. Do I physically myself have a, a bunch of tangible proof? No, I have some, a little bit, very, very tiny bit. You know, I have a video on my YouTube channel that shows what I feel to be is a UFO or or, or some sort of unexplained aerial phenomenon. Um, we have that green light story that we that we share. Yes, um, I'm I'm very open-minded. and I do believe. I, I personally don't feel like we're the only life forms in the galaxy. You brought up something good. You brought up something very
2: interesting because now thinking back to that story. Okay. We're near area 51. We've heard the stories. We're seeing the green lights in the sky. So now are we prone to believe, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually a good point because I was listening to some old, um, coast to coast with the Go the other day. And, um, he had a guest on that was talking about mirrors and uh, how mirrors are a portal and all okay. the rest of that stuff. And um, the, the the guest was saying, yeah, yeah, mirrors can work to different dimensions or different portals or something like that. Yeah, but you have
1: to believe. Yeah, I, I've heard of that as well. Yeah, you have to believe. So
2: I think that's that's kind of yeah. I, I guess I guess that's kind of the key is just kind of like you know, being prone to that, you know, being believed. Like uh, Ouija boards. I mean. Um, I don't want to... I guess I really don't want to say my opinion either way. Uh, but, again, it's... Well, do we all believe this or not? So
1: Well, like, yeah, to that point with Ouija boards, I mean, there's scientific proof both ways. There's scientific proof that, you know, we have... Because, you know, bodies were made of water and we have, you know, this... We have, like, electric, electrical shocks and stuff that, that, go, that operate within our body and stuff like... So there's scientific proof that the movement of the planchette is more just like rudimentary rudimentary because like, you know, it's actual atmospheric changes in the, you know, based on our body. Like like there's scientific proof on that and there's also scientific proofs that know that as as humans because we're, you know, the water and and, and the mm. and the salts in our system and and salts are like, you know, pathways into the spiritual realms and shit like that. Yes. That that is why we make good conduits. And the planchet moves like that. So, I mean, it, it really just depends on which side of the fence you sit on, you know?
2: So, have you ever tried... Shit,
1: man. The, the Luigi boy,
2: your boy, your <laughs> <Luigi> boy... <laughs>
1: well, there was that one time when my hairdresser was on fire, but... Um, <laughs> uh, Morrissey jokes, I didn't catch that. Um, well, there was one time. And, you know, our, our old, old friend uh, Paco... Um, I had... My grandmother... Um, in that house had a old, 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 what? Ouija board, right? Like, I'm, I'm, not, it wasn't even like it was one of the very first Milton Bradley ones where it was like, like hardcore. So I found it, and you know, my grandma had stashed it, but I found what? it. What? Because I was being, you know, a little mischievous shit. So I, I kind of kept it. My grandma, you know, she hid it and forgot about it. Like, to her, whatever. So I remember I found it Because this was in summer And I was staying there Oh my So I found this Ouija board And the only one brave enough to do it Because I think I asked you And you were like No no fuck that Oh
0: I'm
2: way too chicken for that So
1: I asked Frank And Frank was down Right Paco So I think we were trying it And oh and the one thing that um, For both of us The planchet basically said that I, I can't remember the details Because it's so fucking long ago But at the core What the planchette basically spelled out Was that he and I were going to die in a car crash right before the age of 30 i believe it was mm. so that scared the shit out of us right i mean kind of like we we half believed it and i'll never forget man because like after that you know we'd be driving together and you know we hung out a lot and you know i, I used to drive pretty crazy I and mean, you know i, I, I did some <laughs> you some know. shit yeah you know? <laughs> no. and every time you know paco would be like dude are you trying to make that uh prophecy come true what's up and you know he'd drive equally as crazy you, because you were prone to exactly. believing that. Exactly. So
2: okay, all right, let's let's kind of roll roll the, uh, uh, the the clock back just here a little bit. So uh let's oh my gosh. I, did, I had no idea. Let's go backwards here. So you you how old were you when you found this
1: uh, Ouija board? Oh uh, man. Um I want to say Oh well, shit, we were probably what uh, seniors No, not even senior sophomore, so 15-ish 15 16 maybe
2: okay and I mean if you don't mind me asking what what were your feelings when you found this I mean were you just kind of curious or yeah
1: I was. I mean I, for one I thought it was cool right because you know at that point I'm already establishing into my persona of hey I like creepy yes. shit I like horror movies I'm already doing all that oh, stuff oh my because um, realistically I started that, that the, down that path I started like at 10 years old you know that's 9 or 10 when I started kind of cross into the dark side so by then i was already pretty decent so i found the dark uh ouija board excuse me the ouija board and i thought it was really fucking cool and especially because of how old it was so it was like a vintage so i'm like oh Oh my cool um and then i'm getting chills just sitting next to you man so my initial reaction wasn't fear it wasn't like it was excitement it's like fuck yeah i want to try this but i even at that point i knew that you shouldn't or you, you can't or you shouldn't be doing it alone Mm. so i didn't otherwise if i if if that wasn't a factor i would have started right away can you can you
2: explain why you shouldn't do it alone
1: um if you know or remember i from what i remember at the time it's because if you do it alone you're more prone to open up uh oh my like open up uh portals Ah. right and and like it's you need secondary energy Mm. a second person's energy to help contain that portal with the spirit connect communications oh and stuff like that. Um, I'll actually look it up and I can explain that later.
2: So, okay. Uh, uh, now, uh, oh my. So, explain to me what your feelings were and then did you actually feel anything and then did you have the uh, black salt, white salt, or the uh, protection salts around it and the candles? Did you have any
1: protection,
2: nah, I man. guess,
1: is my question. We didn't do any of that stuff. I mean, you know we were just i was just eager to do it and paco was down so, so this
2: is just two kids just trying, two trying kids to okay in the bed. Gotcha. i think i had okay. i think
1: what i did is we were both sitting on the bed and it was, i had it in between us on the bed and we we're both doing that okay. so it was just like real spur of the moment like he came over he's like oh, i'm down i'll do it fuck it let's try it and we were doing it i mean it was i think it was maybe like late afternoon early evening like around four or five so it wasn't early it wasn't too light but it wasn't too dark either um, no lights, no salt, none of that. We just did it, and uh, and yeah, and that's. And did we got you, multiple responses.
2: Did you actually feel a um, like a uh, kinetic psychokinetic spirit? No, and well, the thing moving is,
1: moving your hands when we felt the because me personally, I didn't hundred percent touch it. Like I would lightly rest my finger on it, like barely, like barely touching it so when i felt it move i just like most people i automatically assumed he was moving it and i'm like hey man stop fucking around stop moving it. it's like no i'm not moving it and he thought the same of me he thought i was moving it
2: this is crazy so
1: you know i think because we're pre you know pre-programmed to be like this ain't real so we automatically question like dude i'm not you stop stop fucking around right and he, again mm-hmm. he was doing the same thing so it took a lot of that back and forth we're asking questions and the planchette was moving and, uh, you know, we got some answers and some questions we'd have to ask like two or three times and it would answer. Mm. It was a lot more of the yeses, like yes or no, right? There was only a couple times it spelled something out. And I, and I can't for the life of me, I can't remember, excuse me, what it spelled out. But, I mean, both of us, I, I, I was continuing and we were doing it. Mm. But in the back of my mind, I thought, nah, he's fucking around. He's, he's just not admitting it. He's trying to fuck with me. And I'm almost certain he thought the same about me, um, because I, I'll never forget. Like over the course of the years, as we got older, that was a running joke between us. Like mm. you know, hey man, we're gonna die in a car accident. So I, up until that, the year we turned thirty, and I was like, hey man, this is the year Are you down. Are, you know, are you ready? And you know, and yeah, it was a joke. But he to this day, or well, the last time I talked to him, you know, he denied that he did it. Mm. I, I know that I didn't move it, so I don't know.
2: You. Um you asked the entity yes or no, we're going to... I mean, this is very specific. It's spelled out... It's spelled out, hey... uh, (laughs) C-A-R-C-R... I mean...
1: Like car crash? No, man. I think it was, like I said, it was more yes and no's. And it was kind of like... I think I started because I tend to be a little bit more morbid. So I was like, hey, man... um, when am i gonna die oh my right or oh or, my. or how am i like i think i started the, the, the line of questioning with um who's gonna die first right and mm. then uh, and it said and i think it pointed to two right so i was like oh does that mean the two of us right and then yes and then again i don't 100 I, I vaguely super vaguely remember but it started off like that and i was asking the questions and based on the answers how are we gonna die we're we gonna drown no movement or whatever. Or no. Oh, I'm not, my. I, am I gonna get shot? Am I gonna get stabbed? Mm. You know, am I gonna die in a car crash? And then, yes. How about Paco? Is he gonna die in a car crash? Yes. Are we gonna die in a car crash together? Yes. You know, oh, like, oh my. Sh- so okay. And then so again, that's us Uh forcing our thoughts onto it. Cause it it could have again it could have been a sub- Maybe we're supposed to die. You know, in a sorority, surrounded by vampire <laughs> chicks or something. I, you know, who knows? You know, death by ass or something. Okay. But we're, yes. you know, we're sitting here, and and it was my my specific line of questioning that guided us towards that answer. Mm. So, who knows?
2: Okay. You know? All right. All right. Well, uh, that. Uh, oh my gosh, that is last question. and We'll move on. So, how did you end the uh, the uh, session then?
1: Um, we asked a couple more questions and it's it wasn't moving as much. So uh, okay, and then I was just kind of like, hey, let's just say goodbye. We did the goodbye thing and that was it. Okay. I put that thing away and I put it back in the closet. And I don't think I touched it very much. Yeah, you're supposed to burn it. Correct? Yeah, I okay. think so, or bury it or burn it. But yeah. I remember. Okay, you remember that bed, right? You remember that headrest it had, that wooden headrest I don't know if I want to but, but you're going had, with this story it, but well, yeah no. go ahead <laughs> it, you know, it had the it, so it, this bed that was in this room that you know and again this is we're doing this Ouija board in the in room, this room in the room where all my uncles uh, died and shit right oh, So, Lord. so in that room there was that one bed that they died on and we're doing mm. it on that bed oh my and that bed had a headboard and in that headboard it had like two little like I don't know like compartments with a sliding door to cover them so that's where I stashed it. So I mean, I'm sleeping on that bed with this Ouija board that said, "Hey, you're gonna die in a crash." Oh my! At my head, oh <laughs> you my. know, and I slept there like that for a while. Mm. Later, mm. eventually, I ended up because that's where I stashed it. My grandmother never went in there, so yes, um, I moved it later, but I, I don't remember what what I did with it. Yes. I wish I had yes. it now actually.
2: Uh well I'm glad we don't. I'm glad we don't. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I know about that, I don't know how you initiated, it, I don't know how you ended. It. The only thing I've heard is that you're supposed to have protection candles and that you're supposed to have protection salts or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. really sure, but uh, uh yeah, that is
1: Well, that's if you're doing it the right story. way. You know, like that's like legit, you know, you're following the protocol and whatever um again just a couple kids being stupid just hey let's play with the wager board (laughs) you know and it creeped us you know i mean it it as it it being labeled a board game i mean it it managed to do what it said it was gonna do was you know give us a mystical experience i mean shit we talked about it for years you know Mm -hmm. the chunk of our lives like half our lives and stuff so oh my yeah it did it it did what it said it was gonna do milton bradley got their monies or we got our monies worth from them yeah so
2: yeah well that that's that is just mind-blowing oh my gosh
1: (laughs) i mean if ever given the opportunity would i do it again sure yeah being older and knowing now, you know, with my renewed in, or my increased interest in paranormal and spirituality and all this stuff, I try to do it right. Mm-hmm. I try to do it in a more, I guess, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an, in, a, in a more documented setting mm-hmm. so that, you know, I mean, I, I'm i not going to do it for the novelty. I'm not doing it for the game. I'm doing it like to have fun with it. See, or, you know I, mean? I
2: don't know. It's like, all right. Okay, I get it and is it real i don't know but fisher price milton bradley you know it's like are, were these guys into like alistair crawley or something <laughs> before they started making monopoly and all these other things it's like i mean who
1: it could be man you never you know, know maybe you had some creepy dude working there uh, yeah in corporate. I mean,
2: what what how do you go from you know hey shoot some ladders to
1: dan that's actually a really good question man no shit I mean, what does that uh, week's board meeting look like? <laughs> hey, guys. Hungry Hungry Hippo is really killing it. Hey, I got an idea for a new game. No,
2: no. you No. They're, they're, all these guys are in suits. They're in suits. And then one dude is, like, at the end of the table with, a like, a, a robe, a black cloak on. He's, like, the you know, the last guy they hired, right? Yeah. He has, like, dark makeup on. Nah, man.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's... it's It's the Grim Reaper from fucking Bill and Ted's, man. Uh, So, (laughs) all
2: these guys in Seuss are like, yeah, great job of Monopoly. And then this guy's like,
0: I think I have the perfect game. (laughs) (laughs) Let me
1: pitch it to you. You have a board.
2: And it tells
1: you to die. Uh, It goes great
2: with breakfast cereal.
1: That, that's a, actually that's a really good point. Right? <laughs> How the hell did that happen? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's funny if you think about it, like because you know the, the original Ouija board's like fucking old, oldest shit. There was a lot of old creepy shit back then. I mean, dude, you're you're talking like sideshows and, and you know Elephant Man, and like people would go and watch this stuff. And, well, okay,
2: like we're going back to what you were saying, it's all about the conduit, and it's all about your belief. Whatever. This is, this is the reason why I tend to say I'm a little bit more on the I mean, I respect everything So that's why Because I don't want anything bad coming back to me mm-hmm. But, you know, the thing is there's always has to be a conduit Like, let's just say the crystal ball, right? Okay. You know, to tell your fortune To see your future or something like that There's that conduit right there uh, vo- Voodoo um, voodoo you do uh, Hey! <laughs> yeah, sorry No, 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 it's okay um Voodoo. There's the doll. There's the conduit on that. Ouija board. There's the planchette. There's always that conduit to the other side. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, all right, you know. But, um, I mean, what if I was just so damn good at the magic that I didn't need it? I don't know. That's why I kind of tend to be, I don't want to say skeptic, but it's like, why do you need the conduit? I guess. I think... To that point, I mean, I, I
1: almost feel like... The, ma- the majority of people... Especially, like me, myself. I, like I said, I'm open. I believe. There is a sense of skepticism there. Because, again, I like I said, I don't feel it. or haven't seen it. I'm open to it. But I think you need that balance. I think you need to have that open-mindedness. And still have some, some level of skepticism. Because I think it keeps you on track, right? Mm-hmm. So, being a skeptic is not a 100% bad thing, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like because being that skeptic is going to put you in a position where you want to prove it or disprove it, you know? Mm. So I think that skepticism keeps you keeps you on the straight and narrow, keeps you.
2: Yeah, yeah, keep it yeah, like you said, just keeping an open mind, you know, listening to people, hearing them out, you know, seeing seeing their beliefs. I mean, like I say, I've never done that, you know, uh, like tarot cards or anything like that mm. or crystal balls, I mean, I've never done any of that stuff. But uh, well, Outside of not scary farm,
1: but. <laughs> hey, hey man, that that's still you know the spirituality sense. I'm like, well, let me ask you this: like, if given the opportunity now, maybe not the Ouija board, but <laughs> uh, you, you clearly made you know made us your stand snow in there. But if given the opportunity now, would you? Was that something you would experience? Like, say, there's a palm reader or tarot cards, like, and you know, sat down. Would, if if yeah, I said, hey man, I'll pay for this sit down and have your fortune read? Would you do it? Or would you be like, mm.
2: Well, okay. The the palm reading, I think that that's um, completely harmless. Um, and the fortune telling, I think that those things are completely harmless. As long as they're not invoking any kind of any kind of spirits or they're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, invoke any kind of uh, presence or anything like that, I'd be fine with that. I mean, okay. you know, I, again, you know, um, and I try to go in and At least with as open mind as possible
1: Okay Hey that's all that we can ask for You know 100% Um, Okay fair enough man that's good So who knows maybe for a future podcast We'll uh, make those arrangements And uh, see what happens (laughs) (laughs) Hey if you guys keep requesting it You know make Leave some comments you know Send me some uh, messages And let me know if that's something you want us to do And uh, we'll see what we can do for you guys
2: Yes very Uh, exciting
1: but yeah, man. I, I mean, honestly, like I think, I mean, we could talk about this shit for hours, man. But um, I think to your point, to sum it all up, kind of slow bow on it, like like we've already said, I, I think it's really your to your beliefs, you know? Yes.
2: Because you. Yes, I you, think that's what's what know, it all comes back to.
1: You you can impose that belief either way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know, hundred percent. Absolutely. So that brings us back to, I guess, the original point of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of got sidetracked there for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about the Fire in the Sky incident. Um, so, so Tim, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell me your thoughts on that for now?
2: All right. Well, uh, I think this is uh, um, one of the more famous alien abduction stories. Um, I believe it's uh, uh, Travis Walton. Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, and he was a he uh, was a group of loggers.
1: So yeah, I, I guess a little backstory. Um, I'll help you out here, Tim. So in uh, I guess in 1975, uh, Travis was working um, with a crew, and they were um, they were basically uh, my, uh, loggers, and um, so they were out in the fields. Uh, doing their shit and i guess they uh while they were riding back uh they encountered a saucer shaped object um hovering above above the ground about 110 feet Mm. and i guess it was making some like high-pitched buzzes and noises so um i guess walton claims that um after he left the truck and that he approached the object that a beam of light suddenly appeared from the craft and knocked him unconscious um, the other guys, you know, scared to shit. I mean, they just saw their guy get vaporized by a light. Mm. Or at least that's what they thought. They just drove off. They're like, fuck him. I'm out. And they left. Um, and I guess as they're leaving, you know, they didn't they didn't feel right. It didn't sit well with them. So they turned back around to go look for him and he wasn't there. So um, the premise is, you know, like they went back. They couldn't find him. So when they went into town to report him missing... The whole town started blaming them for murdering him because there was, oh you know, they they he was gone, right? And everybody knew that there was some tension between him and a couple of the other guys. Um, but <laughs> don't worry, I, I've done that as well. He just hit the mic, um, but yeah. So I guess there was some tension between him and one of the other loggers, and and so they assumed that it was a a murder, right? And then mm. um, I don't remember how many days it was. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find out real quick. It was a matter of a few days. Uh, you know
2: why they they probably didn't believe him yet in that town? Uh-huh. It's because they hadn't heard Ozzy Osbourne yet. So, oh,
1: that's true. Yes, yes. <laughs> so,
2: if they had heard "Fire in the Sky," they possibly would have believed him.
1: It's it's well, that's true. That's very true. Um, okay, so I couldn't find the amount of days, but. So I guess he woke when he came to. He uh, he was naked and alone and out in the woods. Uh, and then um, he called his wife to say, "Hey, I'm here." So of course, you know, they all went looking and they picked him up and they took him to the hospital. And then he told this incredible story about him being abducted by an aliens and like being um, observed by short, bald creatures and uh i guess they were probing him and doing like experiments on him and stuff like that and then i guess once they were done once they got their probe on they uh said all right man we're done with white boy you know let's oh. let go <laughs> and uh so he told the story and of course nobody believes him uh-huh. but it's funny because you know every the whole town was turning against the other loggers But once Travis was back, they didn't go back to be like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, we're about to lynch you" because we thought you were gonna you killed your guy, Mm. and so it just it was a really crazy, crazy uh, thing. So, Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there was some proof.
2: So, okay, uh, how how did he recant the story? Do do you do you have that? Because I believe it was through hypnotism, correct?
1: so i think it started off with a polygraph test so okay yeah 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 they took polygraph tests and um although the stories they told were fucking outlandish and unbelievable yes the polygraph confirmed their stories to be true so of course that brought into question like nah man these guys know how to how to work the system and you know there's something wrong with the equipment i mean they questioned everything Mm. um but yet if it proved them to be lying Obviously, they weren't going to question shit. So I think it's just you know it's kind of uh, hypocritical there. But anyway, so yeah, it started with that. And, and so they, you're
2: saying it was a he said et he said. That's true. <laughs> yes, yes. He
1: said et said. Uh. <laughs> Good try. Good try. Uh, <laughs> it's the IPA.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So okay, I um, guess
1: he at first he didn't have any memory of what happened he just woke up and was in the middle of whatever yes yes. but then he started it started the, the suppressed memory started kind of coming forth and, he's, and he started visualizing being abducted and these aliens oh and my. keeping him in the cage and doing these things mm. to him and stuff so um and I think ultimately um he did end up going to go get uh like to your point to go get it brought out in a more professional manner mm. so um he wrote a book about it, and I guess, based on the news coverage and based on the book, they made a movie about it with mm. D.B. Sweeney, that's his name, and with the T2000? Oh, Robert.
2: Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Yeah. um, This is this is my question. Um, why is it that... Now, here's the thing. Now, just, just to kind of take the skeptic kind of point of view there, um, why is it that in most of these cases... You don't just come back and say, hey guys, look what I just did or look at what just happened to me and hear about this. Why is it that Why is it that it's always brought out through hypnosis? And and, and 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 when did this start becoming this phenomenon of oh okay, well, you know, hey, you might have been abducted. Let me put you under and see if you can remember something. What we said earlier, you're prone to believing, then well I'm gonna get a hypnosis right now. That's true. I might remember something.
1: <laughs> come on, knock it out. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, think about it. Like, you're an E.T., right? You're you're floating around space, and you happen to come to our planet. And you see a nice piece of ass walking around the field. <laughs> and you're like, you know, let <laughs> me check that out. <laughs> you abduct it. You have your way with it. You do your thing. Yes. I mean, come on, man. You know, you, you don't want people to know that you're kind of. You know you're you're slumming it, so you do your little. Uh, so
2: if I'm hearing you
1: correctly, <laughs> you're saying that these guys from Zeta Reticuli come with roofies. Hey, roofies and uh, maybe some uh, Vaseline. Okay,
2: okay, all right, yeah. all right. So when they offer you a drink on the uh, spaceship, then uh, probably decline that one yeah
1: right? you know when they offer that Earl Grey tea
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> so yeah I mean this is yeah I, I think a lot of these a lot of these abduction stories these are all yeah. brought out through hypnosis yeah a and lot of it comes tapes out. you know and then they remember all these facts
1: I think a lot of it is because it, A the person a person's mind can be very fragile right so like think about it As far as we know, we're the only living humans, right? Or living species. Imagine you're being surrounded by aliens. Like, a completely different extraterrestrial form of life. And it's doing shit to you. It's putting, you know, probing you or needles or, I don't know, whatever they do. Your mind can't 100% fully accept it because it's all of a sudden, like, everything that you knew to be true is not true anymore. So... The mind is fragile So maybe your mind Just kind of goes It just shuts off And like Puts this blocker
2: You don't want to right? Yeah
1: Like cause your mind Can't comprehend Like the that, The reality of it So then The shit goes down And if you survive The abduction You get brought back
2: Would that be Like associated With like PTSD it like, very like, well like, could like, be. like it's so bad that i just don't want to remember
1: interesting and interesting theory that. tim elaborate on that that's an I, interesting i, I
2: blocked that part of my my brain out um just because right. it's so traumatic
1: but then it eventually creeps out right mm. like you have your visions you have your your spells and, and your you know and it it could happen you know like because it's so your subconscious is like no fuck you want to say that this didn't happen but it did happen mm. And I'm going to make you remember this shit that happened. You remember you had that big green dick in your ass? Well, <laughs> you got to remember it, man. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I've been hypnotized a couple times. And, I mean, it, it, it was never to bring out any kind of regressed memories or anything like that. It was more of a meditation kind of feel. Um, Interesting. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, is it BS? I don't know. Is it snake oil? I don't know. But, uh, I mean, you're hella relaxed. That's all I can really say to that, That I, you know, as far as, like, the alpha wave or anything like that. Are you tr- truly achieving that? I don't know.
1: Well, let me ask you this, man. Like, did, do you genuinely feel like it, it actually happened, like you were hypnotized? Like, you, you, you fully felt hypnotized?
2: Did you reach a different state of mind occasionally? I guess, yeah, I, I believe so. Um, enough for me to really stay with it. I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, it's been such a long time. But um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, you, you, it didn't work every time. But yeah, you know, when it worked, yeah, it did work. And then, you, you know, the, uh, the guided meditation that was done, you kind of, you know, like say, for example, when you go under, they say, okay, picture yourself on an island in the hammock and you're swaying back and forth on this island. It's your own island and blah blah, blah You know, they just to kinda of induce the uh, uh I guess the higher state or something like that. If you're imagining that and you could put yourself there, yeah. You
1: know. Okay.
2: I mean I don't know. I I, I don't wanna sound all, you know, Elron Hubbardy, but uh
1: yeah. Oh, man, that's interesting. Like so it's not like, like they show in the movies and T V where you fucking blank out and then, you know, like bark like a dog yeah yeah oof, see oof. that's
2: the thing i don't know like you know that's that's what kind of leads me to the skeptical side because it's like right all right well if this is really working why are we at six flags Magic mountain watching this so.
1: yeah i mean you know like so okay i mean that's interesting man like i've i personally never ever even considered being hypnotized or thought about it but i can see that you know maybe i'll try that see so yeah report to that yeah. Maybe my skeptical ass will learn a thing or two. <laughs> maybe, maybe I have some shit back here that's just brewing, and maybe it'll, it'll I, unlock yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Um, so I do have a question for you. Um, do you know the? Does he describe? Does Travis Walden describe? Were they grays? Were they reptilians? Were they the the midgets or anything like that? I didn't that?
1: read the book, but I think the based on the movie, the way he described them were like basically like grays, right? Not reptilian um and you know small bald-headed I guess to quote him I have a quote of his here okay uh he basically said that um he was being observed by three short bald creatures oh my and that's how he described them um I'm actually you know what I think you know this 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 talk this was kind of off the cuff and impromptu the subject um I mean because I have some awareness of it and because I asked you last minute to kind of jump in Whoa, well, I, I think well I, hear UFO now. So,
2: (laughs) So, okay, I guess, I see where you're going with this. I'd like to know, let's just say the Greys, right? Mm -hmm. I'd like to know, maybe this is what we can discuss next time, what are the Greys, based on everybody's stories that Uh they've had in their their encounters, what are the Greys' intentions? And does that align with everybody else's uh, stories? That's that's what I was going to try to ask on this time. Um, because the thing is, if you have everybody saying the same thing, and they're unrelated, you know, there might be something to Yeah, there might be something. Like, you know, you walks know. like a duck, talks yeah, like yeah, a, exactly. a duck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'd be very interested to see, you know, do some background on the uh, the grays. And well, to see, I'm sorry. No, 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 go
1: ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: What they're intentions like say for example the crop circles or something mm-hmm. like that i don't know but, i think
1: um... like because you know there's i think there's there's some documentation um from MUFON or whatever that mm. there's several species of alien like there's not just grays there's like kind of like us you know we have different nationalities yes. right yes. so there's like this belief that there's several national quote-unquote nationalities of aliens and each one has different intents some are here to further evolution of man and and help us you know with with developing like technology then there's the hey they're here to eat us and take our resources so i mean it, it really depends on who you ask but I, I think that's a good question like um yeah i mean if if you know if you guys have any thoughts on what these uh what these aliens want um you know please feel free to share them with us i mean we'd definitely love to talk about them um, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, um, unless you have anything else you want to share. Tim. No,
2: no, no. I, yeah, I, I, think that's going to be some real good uh, uh, topic for next time. We'll kind, I'll, I'll kind of look into that. Yeah, you no, know, I
1: like that. That's that's chit-chat. a good good point. Yeah. And again, yeah, like I was just say, man. So just send us your thoughts if you've had any experiences or encounters. You know, share us share with us your beliefs. You know, like, um, what do you think their intentions are? Are they just here for the butt sex or are they here to like <laughs> you know help us uh, help us like uh, e- evolve well
2: uh, I really want to thank you for having me on it's been a real honor here so
1: well uh, uh. Oh, thank you sir it's it's uh, a it was good to have your side of the story um, earlier and, and you know what you know I'm not gonna lie like you know it, it's interesting to have this discussion type forum you know it's, it's interesting so you brought up a lot of good strong subjects and it's stuff for me to look into um and you know maybe vice versa so absolutely um so yeah feel free to you know go to our live website now www.thelinebeginstheblur.com and uh please subscribe to the podcast um go ahead and just check it out and uh if you have any comments any stories anything you care to share please shoot me an email or, you know, at info at thelinebeginstoblur.com, or like I said, you can do it on the website. Still working on getting that 800 number. It's going to be a minute, but uh, I'm still definitely working on it. But uh, other than that, man, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully I'll see you back here. Take care.
0: have been listening to the line begins to blur podcast with your host Chris G join us every other week for new episodes